And I looked at myself and I was like, okay, I have two options here. I can ride this out and just be a raving lunatic for the rest of the day and just ruin the whole day. Or I can take the bull by the horns and do all the things that I know will make me feel better. So I did. Hello there. Welcome to the Thriving Family Podcast. It's Teresa and Barbara, and we're so happy you're here. We're grateful that you're taking the time to hang out with us in a supportive space to fill your cup and elevate your life. We are here to remind you that you are amazing and you are needed and that you are the rock star of your family and household. Consider us your cheerleaders and all things that bring joy into your life. As your friends, no subject is off limits. We have conversations with amazing guests and experts in all areas, including awkward subjects that not a lot of people talk about. Anything from finding your joy and inspiring possibilities to anti-aging tips and spicing up our sex lives. And relationships, self-love and confidence, especially relating to school age and older kids. If you're at the baby toddler or kindergarten stage, check out the Baby Bumps to Littles podcast. We're your friends and your community because we're on this journey together. It takes a village and we're here to remind you that we're never alone in parenting. This podcast is made possible by amazing listeners like you, and we provide new content on Tuesdays and Thursdays every week. Follow us on Instagram at Thriving Family Podcast for daily reminders and fun ideas. Subscribe so you don't miss a beat. Leave a review and share it with someone who needs to hear it. Let's get started creating the life we want. You know those people you meet in life and they are just so much fun and such a beam of light? Well, that is Amy Elkman and Teresa and I had so much fun with her in this episode. Really talked about how she came from being a realtor and a mom to now just killing it and doing so well and now helping other realtors. And I just love hearing about people's journeys because we can find ourselves in pieces of their story and it gives us hope, it gives us strength. And she does exactly that. She is such a delight. And I hope you enjoy this episode because we just buckled up and had the most fun. Amy, we are so thrilled to have you on with us today. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you all so much. This is a long time coming. I can't wait. You are just pure love and light. And anytime spent with you, we just are, yes, please. And... (laughs) I love how there's so many things I love about you, but I really wanted to talk about how you've really found joy in what you're doing. You've been doing real estate for a long time, but I, and I'm new to you, which has been such a gift, but I can just see how much fun and joy you're doing with your job. Have you always had that? Or is this kind of like a new thing for you that it's just like this new pivot where you're having more fun with it? It's totally a new thing. It's been in the last, um, I would say four years. So I, if you want me to go back to the beginning, I, um, okay. So I had all these kids and when I had the first two, I have three, but when I had the first two, I decided to get my real estate license because my husband had just started flipping houses. And I said, I do not ever want to go work in a cubicle again in my whole life. Cause that's what I did in my, you know, baby days. like when I was a little baby. So I didn't want to do that anymore. And I said, I love real estate. What if I got my license and I can sell your houses? And he was like, yeah, that's great. So I literally got up at five in the morning when I had a two-year-old and a newborn. And I did that for like 
three straight months and I got my license. And that was honestly one of my proudest moments other than the birth of my children and my wedding day and all that stuff. I just felt like I had finally done something for me and that I knew that this was something that was just going to open up all these possibilities for me. And I want to say one more thing, and I I don't know how much time we have, but I'm going to get on my soapbox about being a realtor and being a mom. I think that it is the most brilliant occupation for women who want to stay at home with their kids because A, you can make your own hours. B, you can make however much money you want. If you want to make a shit ton of money, oh, can I cuss? Uh, Please. Okay. Um, If you want to make a shit ton of money, it's all up to you. It's all about your mindset, how much you want to do, how hard you want to work. You can work on the weekends so your husband can watch the kids. I always loved that because I was like, here you go. Have fun with the kids. (laughs) And then I would go do my open houses and stuff. So I really, really think that being a realtor is one of the most brilliant things that a stay-at-home mom can do because you have so much time. You can pick your kids up at school. You can volunteer when you want to volunteer. And you can still make a crazy amount of money if you want. So yeah, that's, that's why I became one. <laughs> I love that you brought that up because a lot of my friends who are moms have said that. And mm-hmm. I, I I think it is really genius that you can do that. And so, and then yeah. how many years have you been doing it in total thus far? Oh my gosh, 18 years. Wow. But here's the thing. When I started out, I was such a, uh, well, first of all, my focus in my life has always been my family. It's always been my kids, making them the best they can be, being the best wife I can be. That is very old fashioned. I am very deep South. I get that, but that's just, that was my priority. So anything that I did was in addition to whatever I was doing with my family. So it wasn't my main focus, probably for the first 10 years minimum, I would sell a house here and there. I would help Scott. That's my husband. And I would help him sell his houses, but it was just very minimal. And because of that, I had a lot of imposter syndrome. Like I just thought, I'm not really good at this. I don't know what I'm doing. Everybody else knows what they're doing, but I don't know what I'm doing, that kind of thing. And I think, oh, and I cut my commission a lot because I thought, oh, they're just not getting the right thing for me. So I'm going to cut my commission in half so that they'll use me. That is such a lack mentality. I do not do that shit anymore, but I did for the longest time because I felt so worried that people um, wouldn't use me unless I gave them some kind of benefit in that way, which is just a terrible way to look at it. But so I would also suggest that no one do that because it makes you feel bad about yourself. And also you don't give away, you know, the quality of work that you could if you're being compensated properly. So did that the wrong way. I did everything the wrong way. So I could write that's a book and learn, I probably right? will. <laughs> that, that's usually how I learn too. Yeah. That's how I learn everything. So yeah. So for a long time, I would just do one or two a year, just kind of on the side. And then about four years ago, my oldest was going off to college. She was a senior. And I remember sitting in an open house. I had one client and they were my next door neighbors. And I was sitting in an open house and I was listening to this book on, I was about to say book on tape. God, does oh, that yeah. date no. me? No, it's on Audible. I totally do that. Yeah. And I was like <laughs> hating life because I was sitting in an open house and nobody was coming and I was just being such a brat. And I was listening to this book on meditation. And I was like, you know what? I am so over caffeinated. I'm so over volunteering. I'm so over just doing everything for everyone. I am ready to take back control of my life because my daughter's going off to college next year. 
and then the next one and then the next one. And I need to get my shit together. I need to figure out what makes me happy and lights me up. And I'm tired of feeling like this. I'm tired of feeling bad about myself. So I listened to that book and it's called um, Stress Less, Accomplish More by Emily Fletcher. Put it in the show notes. It is gold. And it changed my life. Like I literally listened to that book. I started meditating the next day, twice a day, haven't missed a day. And what was that, four years or how many years ago? Anyway, long time. The minute I started meditating, clients started falling out of the woodwork. I mean, like people would just call me up and say, hey, do you want to list my house? I'm like, who is this? I don't even know who this is. And I'm telling you, I did not have a client base. I didn't even have like a team that I, I had nothing. And me, and that was it. I believe it. And I love, you know, that story that you say that you're sitting in this house all alone. And then that's when you, that was like your rock bottom, which is not a bad place, but still emotionally, it's like, it's scary. It's dark. It is like lonely feeling, but that you took power and you did something about it. And like the next day, and then you Uh can see the progress in your life. I love that. And it's, it's a common story with people that are succeeding. And so I don't think we can hear it enough. And I love the people like you who will share that. And yeah, yeah, I've just, I'm, you know, all of a sudden I just started doing really well. It's like, no, I got to this place and then I pivoted. I changed the way I was doing things. I took the bull by the horns as we say down here. And I'm telling you what, it was, it was that quick. And it was that overnight. I just started opening up myself to opportunities and I stopped looking at it. Like I started looking at it like, okay, I am so lucky that I have this kind of job where I can work whenever I want and I can make massive amounts of money if I want. And I can work with great people and I can talk to people. I love to talk to people. I love to help. Any mom is a great realtor because we love to take care of people. And that's really all you're doing as a realtor is guiding people through one of the hardest things that they will do. And it's, it's very rewarding and you make a ton of money doing it if you want. So I don't know. I think that was a big turning point for me. And ever since then, I've been making six figures a year. Plus this year is going to be my best year. And I've worked the least. I started a podcast and I still am going to make more than ever. And it's just shocking how, when your mindset shifts and you start focusing on what takes, what makes you feel better, what fills you up, that is when all the magic starts happening and you have no control. It just starts falling in your lap and you're like, whoa, what did I do to make that happen? Well, you started taking care of yourself. So that's my story. I love it. And you can see it because when I, I follow you on Instagram, cause your Instagram is so great. And oh. I, you can tell how much fun you're having with the houses you're listing and just the joy and everything you're saying, it just radiates and, and you can see it. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, how great is she? And I mean, I'm not a realtor and you're making it look fun. And I I think it is a great career. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, how fun. And I live in Oregon, you're in Texas, but I'm like, if I was selling my house, that's who I would want to have because of your energy and your excitement. And you're like, how great is this? And then, um, so, so it's just been this path for four years and you've just kind of found your joy and fun in that. Yes. I love it. Yes. And I joined um, a team that reached out to me and we don't depend on each other. We just, all we do, there's five of us, we're all women and we support each other. We meet once a week. We all work for Caldwell Bankers. So we 
Um, you know, we help each other out. Oh, I need someone to help cover my open house. We donate together. We do a lot of philanthropy together in our local area. And I think that that has been a huge boost to my business, but also just to, you know, the way I feel about what I'm doing. And I just wrote a huge check yesterday to this peace pantry because I had two closings. Like every time I have a closing, it's almost like I'm tithing, but not really because it's something that I really love. It's just the best feeling that you start attracting these kind of things into your life. I mean, we make these funny videos where we laugh. Like there was this one, I was in a bathtub and it was just being so goofy, but that's, the, I mean, we had like 20,000 views on this crazy video that we made where we knocked on a door. I mean, it was just like, but you just start attracting all this fun stuff when you're aligned and you're doing what you love and you are happy. And I love how you guys, you know, even it's such an individual sport or job, yep. you know, when you're, you're on it, is. but when you've created this group of like-minded women and mm-hmm. you're that you're supporting each other, it's like, that is such a recipe for success. And I love that because I think, unfortunately it's rarer to find. And, but I hope that people hearing this will just spur them to look for that because it is there and people, you know, it's like your success is my success and it's such a healthy place and space to be in. And Mm -hmm. I love that you guys are doing that and helping each other out. That's awesome. And yeah, I think that, um, I think real estate can be very masculine and it's something that I'm really passionate about changing, especially for women, because most of us are women who are realtors but it's still such a masculine space. So something I'm even thinking about doing is maybe even doing like a group coaching next year where I get a bunch of women who are realtors who are kind of burnout and just want a different way of looking at everything and teaching them what I did to change everything. Because I really do think that there's a different way you can approach it that is so feminine and beautiful and easy and fun and lucrative. And I think, you know, if we're just sitting at our desk freaking out or like cold calling and It doesn't have to be like that. Like, I think it all starts internally. So, and I love also what you brought up earlier was that as a mother, it's like, you're already coming with that uh, caretaking, supportive, like warm, loving space that a lot Mm -hmm. of people, you know, when you're selling a house and you're buying a house, you need to be held. You need to be held in that like, you got me emotionally. I mean, it is like, a, I'm, you're also a therapist and it oh, is like- I have stood in many a kitchen with a mom just bawling. Like I can't do this. And I'm like, you got this girl, you got this. It's all good. This is supposed to be fun. <laughs> and then they, you know, they're like, Oh, okay. All right, fine. And then yeah. everybody's okay. But you know, and then sometimes they're not and we take it off the market and it's okay too. Like it all works the way it's supposed to. And it, it's just, it's really rewarding because at the end of the day, everybody gets their dream home or they get to make money. And it's, it's just a great, it's a great occupation. I love it. That's so good. And then yeah. you also brought up working with your husband and I yeah. love talking about this because I think a lot of people are like, oh no, there's no way I could, or, you know, kind of curiosity about it. I mean, I've yeah. worked here and there with my husband and people think it's, it's like, People think you're crazy, A. Eh? Yeah. And then you're like, how are you doing it? Because it's it's a lot. And <laughs> <It is>. so <laughs> can you share a little bit about how you guys are making it work? And I also want to bring up that it is so sweet how you talk about your husband. I think it's you are just Aww. It, I just love it. And I really, it's like when I see that in you and hear it in you, I it's like a self-soul check of 
Cause I adore my husband and I'm like, am yeah. I saying enough? Cause I just, I really love how you just, you know, think he's the best guy on the planet. And Aww. I think that is so important in any respect, also with the appreciation of working together, but I just yeah. wanted to honor you that way because it, oh, it's huge. You. Okay. You're making me cry. You see the purple nose already. Oh, I'm so emotional this week because it's Thanksgiving <laughs> and the kids and the whole thing, but yeah. I mean, first of all, he's awesome. So it makes it pretty easy. And he's also brilliant with numbers and he has his MBA and he's like the numbers guy. I am the people person. I like to talk to people and like, you know, and also I love the decoration, the design element of it. So, I mean, literally like that's what I was just doing right before this call is we were doing bills, which is not glamorous. In fact, it's kind of shitty. Sometimes we get into a little, you know, why, what is this? And why is this here? And, but I love it because it has brought us closer together. And we do kind of feel like we're building something, not just our family, because of course we're building, you know, our kids up and all that, but we're kind of like building, you know, I don't want to say an empire, but I would love for it to be an empire one day. And, you know, like we just did a huge project this year and, it was just, it was hard. Like it was the most we've ever spent on a house. It was the scariest. And then actually when it was all said and done, we put it on the market at the wrong time. And then we didn't had didn't have any showings and we freaked out and then we took it out. We did all these things, but when it was all said and done, we got a full price offer and it closed on time and everything was wonderful. And we made a great amount of money and it was just like, Oh, that's the best feeling. So I don't know. I, I, I always hoped that it would work out like this and it has, but I still get to do my own thing. He does his own thing, but then we come together and we are building this stuff together. So it's, it's really fun. I recommend it for everyone. I really, yeah. do. <laughs> I love that you have different skill sets and then you're just holding each other in those spaces and meeting yeah. in the middle. And yeah. Numbers aren't fun. So I always wow. joke feminine numbers and there's masculine numbers and like they, <laughs> I'm like, they're just different fonts. There's just different energy. I have to write it all down, carry the two. I mean, yeah, he's like, just like ah. in his head. It's brilliant. It's amazing. That's awesome. And I, I've said this to you before, but I'm like, you guys are your own HGTV show. I cannot wait to see you. <laughs> I think it's yeah, so we'll see about that. <laughs> I think it's you so never know. see people working together and both of you just have such fun energies. So, um, and then also I know with, so many people being in their homes more just from the mm -hmm. pandemic and everything like that. And I love talking about the energy in a home. And I know you do as well, like the feng shui and uh -huh. just kind of tips people can do to declutter good energy, any tips and tricks you've learned along the way. And that you do yourself would be awesome to hear about. Well, anytime I start feeling stressed out in my life, which is often I go clean out a drawer. Like that's the best thing you can do. You start with one drawer, you start with your bathroom because that's easy. And you just go in and say, have I used it in six months? Do I love it? Does it spark joy? I love Marie Kondo. She's my girl. So I think that there's something so powerful about having a clean space and also having white space, not having everything so decorated and so on top of each other and pictures everywhere and all that just not my jam. It's not my vibe. And especially if you're getting ready to sell your house or you're thinking about 
putting it on the market, the best thing you can do is just start decluttering because it really does. It works on your mindset. I mean, I used to have a little shopping addiction where I would go on Instagram and find these precious little 24 year old girls and these outfits. And then I'd swipe up and buy it. And then it would show up and I'd be like, Oh, this looks like crap on me. This is so not my body. I am way older than her. And then I realized that was just a little addiction just to kind of, you know, I don't know, get that little rush of dopamine. And when you clean out a drawer and you open that drawer up and it's almost empty, it is like, there's your hit of dopamine. Like it really does feel that good. So I am a huge, huge supporter of decluttering. I mean, I do it every day. Like, and, and whenever I buy something new and I put it in my closet, I take something out, give it away. I mean, I've got a pile going all week long, all my whole life of just always just keeping that energy fresh in your home. Your home has a soul. It really does. And that's why like when bad, when people are murdered in homes, you have to disclose it. Like these are things that really do. And, and, you know, get your sage out, like sage your place up. I love to do that. I have, I have a corner back here. I don't know if you can see right there. That's my money corner. Uh, There's a really great book called the happy home that I just read. And it's all about the different areas of your home and how they need to be cleaned out. I know this is a little woo woo for some people. I love woo. I do too. But the best thing you can do is clean your front door and make sure there's no obstructions because that brings the energy into your house. And also make sure your back door is clean because that brings the the bad energy out of your house. So there's just like right when you walk in, like don't have anything right inside. Right. I mean, just like don't let it be gross. Like don't let your door get dirty with like cobwebs all over it or maybe put some flowers or right now I've got some poinsettias and like a little Christmas tree and I've got my wreath, you know, just make it pretty and make it inviting and just clean. And, you know, you just want the energy always to be moving and clean. You don't want to be like a pond and stagnant. You always want to be cleaning things up, you know, making things pretty, but also just getting that energy moving through your house. So it's all good. And that book you mentioned, is that, does that handle, like you said, your money corner? It brings, yes, it teaches you like the, I think it's the, what is this? The Southwest corner of your house is your money corner. So I have a little bowl back here with coins in it and I have a hundred dollar bill in it. And I cleaned it all out that corner. And then I put it, I even have one upstairs and downstairs because I'm upstairs right now so that my money corner is spotless and there's money in there. And I, and when I was putting it together, I listened to like money by Cardi B and my earbuds. <laughs> like I don't mess around with this stuff because it's, it really is. I mean, this is how you make six figures is you do shit like this. That's crazy, but Hey, I, I love it. <laughs> and who doesn't want a rocking money corner? I mean, so yeah, I mean, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, I don't know, but it seems to be working. So it's no, fun. I love it. And the purging thing of weeding out things. I totally love that as well. And it is amazing yeah. how much you're just like, how do I have all this stuff? Oh, and Going through the Goodwill drop-off is like, it's like a high for me. I, I was like, <laughs> it's a purge. Goodbye. Like, I just want to do yeah. a dance and the guys are like, what are you on? And I'm like, I know, you know, but like you just it, lost it, weight. 
Yeah, exactly. And there yeah. is, you were saying when you buy a new outfit or clothing, you hang it up. And I think so many people, myself included, there's so many things in our closet that we bought or, you know, either via the Instagram, like mm-hmm. quick purchase or something that we're beating ourselves up for that. We're like, Oh, we spent money on that. Mm-hmm. We're not using it. And I think it's just that daily, you know, those places that you're in daily that that is just bad energy. And finally yeah. I'm just like, get it out, get it out, pass yeah. it out to someone else. And I think also knowing that someone else could get joy out of it where I am not, mm-hmm. it is easy to let go of things. And I'm like, oh, someone else will look adorable in this. I look awful, real bad, but like go enjoy it. So I, I totally love decluttering. Yeah. I am so not a hoarder either. So all of this is music to my ears. I feel so good about giving it all away too. And I'm one of those people. I know my husband's always like, oh, well, you should be maybe considering whether or not, you know, we could sell it rather than say oh. giving it away to charity. That's a Gary Vee thing, right? Like, I think that's one of the ways he got his start. And I think he still does that kind of thing. Like it's a passion project for him or something. Yeah. But I'm like, I feel good about giving it away. I love giving it away. Love but giving it away. I want to get back to the energy in the home, if you don't mind, because of course. I do think all this stuff is so true. I don't know historically if I ever believed it until... I had been through a divorce and it was very amicable. We had a very conscious divorce. So there was, it was not a negative thing at all. It was like a beautiful, positive thing for our family ultimately. And what's interesting is that I kept our marital property. He was in our other property that we had. So it worked out well. And when people would come in though, to the home that was just my home, they would say, oh my gosh, you've done so much with the place. It's incredible. You've this must all be new furniture. And so many of my even close friends were saying that to me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't actually change all that much. I was like, actually, no, I did all the decor always. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to keep a lot of the furniture and I just loved how it looked. And it, it was really the energy I think that it changed. And it was mostly just me, I think, because really we're governing our own energy. Right. But I think it was more me being so much more free, clear, happy, all the things in terms of we've made such a great decision for our family. And now look at this beautiful home being so free of any negative, any stress, any whatever, right? So Mm -hmm. I just, that was a really big awakening for me Mm -hmm. from an energetic perspective when I started hearing that because I'm like, no, my house really hasn't changed much at all. Isn't that amazing? People tell me that about your house, about your body, about your physicality, about your hair, everything. When you start working on yourself, people come out of the woodwork. They're like, oh my God, your skin looks so good. Oh, your hair looks great. What have you changed? I haven't done anything different. I'm just working on the inside and it's starting to come out to the outside. You know, I think it's so fascinating. You can do that in any area of your life. And I think it's just, it's all energy. Everything is energy. and We just don't focus on that. I mean, I say this all the time, but think about how hard you will plan a vacation, like down to the minute, down to the every little detail, but how often do you really plan your life or what you do every day? Nobody, nobody, it's all reactive. It's like, well, this one's got to go there and then I got to go do this and then I got to go get my job done and grocery shop and there's no like, okay, what do I want today to look like? What do I want my life to look like? How much money do I want to make this year? How much money do I want to make this month? Let me like actively work on that instead of just, you know, letting it all fly at you. And that's how I lived as a mom for 
I mean, the first three quarters of me being a mom, you know, I just was like reactive and just always just taking it all in and like, you know, and, and having a negative attitude about bad things that would happen. Now I look at it like, okay, well that happened. That's interesting. What was that about? Like, what, how did I bring that about? Cause it's all about what you're throwing out there. I'm just throwing a lot more good than bad where I used to throw out a lot more negative, I guess, you know, I mean, and I think we all get sucked into it. Like, it's just easy to, oh, look at that person cut me off in traffic. So the rest of the day is going to be shit. Well, no, that, you know, maybe they're having a really bad day. You just need to let them go and just go about your day and just start over or whatever. I don't know. I think it can apply to everything. Yeah. And I, I totally agree. And especially the places where you spend the most time. And I love that you said to have the goals. And I mean, I like, I, like you, I've spent so much of my life and just reacting mm-hmm. and, and then you're like, uh, before you know it, a year's gone by. So yeah. if you're not intentional about it, it's like, oh my God, wait, I'm in the same exact place. I was last yeah. year this time, which is not horrible, but I'm still like, there's so much life to live and so much to do. And I'm the things I'm frustrated by. And I'm like, okay, can't do the same thing. I I say this over and over and Teresa laughs at me, but I'm always like, isn't insanity doing the same thing over and over hoping for a different result. And I'm like, I'm literally insane in a lot of areas. And I'm like, stop doing it. Just stop. I love that. And being clear about, okay, feeling that worthiness of like, how much do I want to make this year? How yeah. does, how do I want my life to look like? And it, I really believe in your house, when you wake up, have that space that you wake up. And that's the first thing you see that brings that whole plan to light because yeah. it starts there. And then you're just walking through your house. So having things that beat you up or your this chair that drives you nuts, it's like, yeah. good, goodbye. How many times do you just let like boxes sit in the corner of like your entryway? That's what I was talking about your entryway. So I read this book. I wish I could remember the name of it. It was a little bitty book and it was about decluttering and the lady, and this was really helpful to me when I first started on this whole journey of just, you know, getting my life back together. I walk, basically she said, just stand in a room and what do you see? What are your sight lines? Like just scan the room. What do you, like, if you're a stranger alien, just drop down into your kitchen or whatever. That's what you need to tackle first. Don't, don't get all into the, you know, oh, I've got to pull all my clothes out. Like Marie Kondo that that'll take you forever. Sometimes you just need a quick fix. Mm-hmm. And I think like I, you know, we're in construction. And so we have a lot of boxes coming in and out of our house. And we had a little collection of boxes for a long time sitting by the front door. And I would get so aggravated. I would walk to the front and be like, oh, and stepping around all this stuff. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. They go in the garage until they need to go to the houses. I don't need to clutter up my energy with stuff that's just transient. It's not even part of the home. And so that was like a quick little way that I just clean that energy up. I mean, you can do it so easily and, and in five minutes, but it's amazing how we just let things take up real estate in our home that are not, they don't even need to be in our home, you know, like just junk. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And I also think too, I know your children are older. We all sort of have children that don't have all these little toys everywhere Mm -hmm. all the time anymore. But I found that when people would always from day one for me, I would 
keep everything very much compartmentalized because I've always believed in, you know, everything has a place. I'm one of those people, Mm -hmm. but I would love to hear because you said you've had this shift and I'm interested to know what you would tell your younger self with young kids in terms of, because you said, you know, I was living day to day, all the things Yeah. in terms of even just keeping, keeping it all in order and feeling good about you know, I guess the state of your home, and maybe that didn't change for you, but I'm interested to hear if it has from when you had littles to now, and, you know, what you'd say to your, to your 25, 30 year old self with these younger kids. Oh God, I would say so much. I would say number one, start meditating today. Like don't go another day without meditating. Cause that, that was, that is something that is so important in all of our lives. I think that we might be a little ahead of the curve on this, but I'm telling you in 50 years, it's going to be in school. It's good. It is going to be a part of life because it is so important. Everyone who's successful meditates the LA Lakers. I mean, all the people, everyone in the world that you can think of Bill Gates, Steve jobs, all those people, they all meditate Oprah, like, come on, these are massively successful people. And it's because they take time in their lives to get quiet and just relax. That's really what it's most important. And if I had known that when I had little babies, I think it would have made me so much happier and so much more peaceful and not so fear driven all the time. So that is big time. Number one, number two is back then we didn't have Instagram. Maybe that was a good thing. I don't know, but I would have started following all the decluttering moms because there are so many great apps and not apps, um, Instagram, uh, what do you call it? You know what I'm saying? Influencers. Influencers. Thank you. I lost that for a minute. But like I follow this one, she's called That Minimalist Mom and she's doing a 90 day challenge. And there's always some kind of challenge somewhere like take out all your towels today. You only need two per person. Like my house was a cluster when my kids were little. There was just crap everywhere, toys everywhere. I didn't even want to have people over because I was so embarrassed at how crazy it was. In fact, when my littlest one was two, I wanted to get a new house, which I did. Because I just was so gross. I just was done with it. I just wanted a fresh start. But you don't have to do that. You can do that in your own home. You don't have to like sell. Now, look, if you want to sell your house, I can help you out. Trust me. But if you just want to make your life peaceful and joyful and great with what you've got, which most people do, you can just do it so easily and so just like a little bit every day. And then the next thing you know, like the house I'm in right now, we've been in here for 12 and a half years. And when my daughter went off to college, I was like, okay, I want to move. Like I want out of here. I just want all new stuff. I, you know, I don't know why I just, I went crazy. And in the last four years, we have completely done everything to this house. I continue, like we're about to go do the whole front facade of our house. We're going to do it totally different because we love our house. We love the soul of this house. We love our backyard. We love our location. Why do I need to move? I don't, I have so many wonderful. It's like the perfect size. It's great. I just need to make it what I want it to be. So I've been doing that and I wake up every morning. I'm like, I love this house. And we've been here 12 years. It's not even like, you know, I can't even imagine moving. Like I don't even want to, because it has everything that I need. And I've, I just keep pouring more and more into it, more love and more, you know, I don't know. I just think a home has a soul and you just have to really 
make that energy what you want it to be. And then that's it. So I love that. That's, that's what I would tell her <laughs> to meditate and clean out your house. <laughs> I know. And I wish I was that age learning that as well. I mean, <laughs> I mean so, so many sleepless nights would have been so much better, but you know what? Hindsight's 2020. I had to, I'm exactly where I need to be right now. It wouldn't have worked out if I had done it that way, but I wish I would have. And for all your young moms who are just so swamped and are like, I can't add one more thing. Meditation is actually giving you time back. It's like getting a whole extra hour of sleep. And that was big for me, not sleeping. What meditation do you do? Do you do guided or what meditation? I love transcendental meditation, which is, um, she does something called the Ziva technique, which is a very loose transcendental meditation. But basically you sit for 15 minutes twice a day and you say the same word over and over in your head and kind of dumb your brain down. Mm -hmm. And then at the very end of this technique, you give gratitude for a minute and you think about what you're manifesting at the very end. Cause you're kind of in this high vibe state. So I do that twice a day and that's it. So basically I sit quietly for 15 minutes by myself. And look, when I started, my family thought I was crazy and I would like hide in my closet. Cause I was embarrassed. And they, now it's like, Oh, mom's meditating. You know, they know I'll do it in the middle of the den while they're all watching TV. I can do it anywhere, anytime I can do it in my car. I mean, there's just no reason not to do it. And it is so good for you. It is so good for you. Oh yeah. And so good to model for your kids that might yeah, not be yeah. receptive to it in their lives right now, because they're in that reactive space of like mm-hmm. college, this, and that just mm-hmm. all that, but that they see what it's done to your life and how happy you are. So when they yeah. are in that space, they'll be like, Oh, meditation. And yeah. I love that you're modeling that for them. Yeah. And it just makes you a better person. It makes you a better friend. It makes you a better mom. It makes you a better wife. It makes you want to have sex more. It makes you like all the things that, you know, I heard somebody say on our call the other day, we're just getting older. And you're, when you're 80, you're not going to want to do all these things that you can do now, you know? So you need to enjoy them now, like today, not in 10 years when your kids go off to school or not whenever your grandmother or whatever, you need to start today. And I, yeah, that's, that's it. Think about like Teresa's question. What would you tell your 25 year old self? So here you are gorgeous at 50 and gosh, I mean, I hope I age like you. Um, and you're not even that much older than me, (laughs) but, uh, you know, yeah. What would our 60 or 70 year old self to say to us? And, you know, yeah. so it's, we are like in that prime. And I, and again, like, I love that only four years ago, you took a job you've been doing for a very long time and just put new energy and good energy and joy into it. And that it is that easy that, and my dad always said, and I like, since I was a little kid and I love it and I need to have it printed and put up on a wall is tomorrow is a new day. And it so is because you could be in that dark space in the closet by yourself, just going, Oh my God, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. And then tomorrow just start a whole new practice. And like just seeing your house or your life through different eyes and Mm -hmm. just a different plan and boom, it is done. And I just love that. I love that. I had that happen this week on Monday. I woke up. Um, the kids went back to school. I have two in college. They drove and flew out Sunday night. So that always makes me obviously sad, you know, I'm going to miss them. And they were home for 
several days. So I got to get a little taste of having everybody sleeping under my roof, which made me so happy. But I know they all have to go live their best life. So then the next day I woke up and I just, I mean, I was, I was a bitch. Like I was not happy. I was crying a little bit. Like I stubbed my toe, you know, everything was just not making me happy. And I looked at myself and I was like, okay, I have two options here. I can ride this out and just be a raving lunatic for the rest of the day and just ruin the whole day. Or I can take the bull by the horns and do all the things that I know will make me feel better. So I did, I journaled it out. I uh, meditated twice that morning because I just couldn't quite get enough. I took a huge walk with my dogs out in nature. It was a beautiful day. I asked my husband for a cuddle. I was like, can you just give me a hug? And I cried while he hugged me for like, it has to be 20 seconds or longer. It doesn't count in my book. I like that. <laughs> There's something that happens when you hold somebody for more than 20 seconds. I'm telling oh, yeah. you, it's a thing. I love that. So all that stuff. And then he looked at me, he was like, you look better. And I'm like, I feel better. I feel a lot better. I did a cold plunge. I did all the things that I don't want to do, but that make me feel better. And then by midway through the day, I felt like myself again. I was like, you know, energetic and happy. And so, you know, it's just, it's all a daily thing. It can happen. You can wake up in the morning and be in a terrible mood and you can literally change it by what you decide to focus on and what you do with your time. Sorry to interrupt this incredible episode with the amazing Amy Elkman. We'll be sharing part two, including her failure cup recommendation for slaying dragons. Make sure to subscribe so that you're notified as soon as it's released and have a great rest of your day. Thank you again for joining us today. We know how many other things you could be doing and it means the world to us that you're here. We hope you always get something valuable from our podcast and that you feel supported. If you have a question for us about our content or anything else, please leave it in your review of this podcast, or you can send us an email or DM us on Instagram. We're here for you. So let us know what topics would be helpful and that you're interested in. You can join our membership by clicking on the link in the show notes. You are never alone in parenting, and we're here to support you at every stage. If you know anyone that would be inspired or supported by this podcast, please share it with them. We provide content every week, so please subscribe wherever you're listening from. If you leave a review, you'll have the opportunity to win a gift that we absolutely love. We're so excited about this giveaway. We only introduce brands to our community that align with our values, and Barbara and I both love the Now Tone Therapy System. This yoga for your mind is one of the most simple ways to relax, relieve stress and anxiety. The creators recommend listening twice a day for only three minutes to receive these benefits or to listen as often as you like. And if you buy them, there's a risk-free three-month trial period. What we like best about Now Tone Therapy System is that it's something everyone can make time for. My family likes to listen first thing in the morning and at the end of each day. It's the easiest and most relaxing path to mindfulness daily. We'll link to this amazing product in the show notes below. Thank you so much for joining us today and we'll see you next time.